The kakadu plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. History Versus is a production of iHeartRadio and Mental Floss. The villa on the hill of Jabal Kabir, to the west of Tangier in Morocco, looks more like a palace than a home. Built in the Spanish style, it has white-clad stone walls and turrets and looks over the Strait of Gibraltar. The inside is resplendent. Rooms overflow with fine art, pristine porcelains, damasks, and oriental rugs. There are many, many servants, and a menagerie of animals roam the grounds and the halls, among them dogs, cranes, pheasants, and two monkeys that jump into the owner's laps and eat orange blossoms from their hands. The villa is known as Adonia, or the place of nightingales. It's May 18, 1904, and inside the villa, 64-year-old globetrotter Ion Perticaris, along with his wife, Ellen Varley, and her son, Cromwell, are sitting down to dinner, attended to by a servant in knee-length scarlet pants and a jacket embroidered with gold. Ion is the son of Gregory Perticaris, a Greek-American who made his fortune in the gas industry and he has reaped the benefits of his family's immense wealth by buying residences all around the world before he built the Place of Nightingales in 1877. Tonight, as every night, they dine lavishly, then retreat to the drawing room to relax, at least until the peace is shattered by the sound of screams coming from the servants' quarters. What happens next will soon become an international incident that garners the intervention of none other than President Theodore Roosevelt. From Mental Floss and iHeartRadio, this is History Versus, a podcast about how your favorite historical figures faced off against their greatest foes. In this bonus episode, we'll take a look at how TR used his big stick diplomacy to make the most of an international incident in an election year. This episode is TR and the Perticaris Affair. When Ion and Cromwell sprint to the source of the commotion, they come upon armed men standing in their home. 
The villa is under siege. The bandits have given the butler a swift clubbing with their rifle butts, and Ion and Cromwell are bound and brought to meet the man in charge of this operation. He introduces himself simply. I am the Razuli. Alternately described as a bandit, murderer, and folk hero, depending on who's asking, the man known in English as Razuli is a charismatic political idealist and insurgent, ruling over groups of bandits dedicated to disrupting the European influence in Morocco and waging war against the sultans who allowed it. And if you know Morocco, as Perticaris does, you know his handiwork. But bloodshed isn't the motivator tonight. Razuli has political demands he'll soon reveal. Ion, his stepson, and an attendant are whisked away on their horses, leaving the staff and Mrs. Perticaris to absorb what had just happened. Word of the incident got out as it was happening. The phone lines to the villa had not been cut, and as Razuli's men tore through the Perticaris home, one of the women of the house placed a call to the central office in Tangier, alerting them to the attack and kidnapping. It wasn't long before Samuel Gamir, the consul general at Tangier, got involved. He became the point of contact between Mrs. Perticaris and Washington. The first cable from Morocco went straight to the State Department on May 19th. Gamir described the situation as most serious and requested a man of war, basically the biggest battleship available. The cable was received by Assistant Secretary of State Francis B. Loomis, who informed President Roosevelt. This was the era of big-stick diplomacy, and Roosevelt ordered that seven warships head immediately to Tangier. But it wasn't an act of war. It was more like an aggressive flex. Days after the kidnapping, Razuli contacted Sultan Abdelaziz of Morocco with his demands to let Perticaris and Varley free. He wanted political immunity for himself and his followers, the release of all political prisoners connected with his movement, the firing of a local official who had chained him years earlier, 70,000 Spanish silver dollars, and he wanted tax-free control over two of Morocco's wealthiest districts. The sheer extravagance of the demands, especially in exchange for the release of a foreigner like Perticaris, was a non-starter for the sultan. When a messenger from the sultan informed Razuli there would be no deal, Razuli had one of his men slit the messenger's throat. By May 28th, Roosevelt had finally read Razuli's demands, which Secretary of State John Hay described as preposterous. And while ships were on their way to speed up the talks, in reality, the men knew their hands were tied. The president couldn't really force the sultan to accede to Razuli's outlandish list. He could only make strong suggestions. And he couldn't just send troops into Morocco to retrieve Perticaris by force. Gamir knew Razuli would kill Ion and Varley long before they could reach him. I hope they may not murder Mr. Perticaris, but a nation cannot degrade itself to prevent ill treatment of a citizen, Hay said. Still, TR's brand of pressure could be very persuasive, and early on the morning of May 30th, the imposing USS Brooklyn was first seen near Tangier Harbor. It would soon be joined by six other ships. Roosevelt biographer Edmund Morris wrote that some 30,000 tons of American gunmetal should soon persuade the Sultan to start negotiating. Upon hearing the news of the arrival of American warships, Razuli actually showed relief. With this type of pressure on the Sultan, those preposterous demands were more likely to become a reality. Once the fleet was settled in the harbor, Hay cabled Gamir, 
president wishes everything possible done to secure the release of Perticaris. He wishes it clearly understood that if Perticaris is murdered, this government will demand the life of the murderer. In America, the press and public were outraged at the situation and wanted action. Any crime against an American on foreign soil was seen as a crime against the country as a whole. For Roosevelt, a president both adored and criticized for his overt imperialist intentions, this was a prime opportunity to show the world what this so-called American century was all about. As Barbara W. Touchman wrote at American Heritage, the president's instant and energetic action on behalf of a single citizen fallen among thieves in a foreign land made Perticaris a symbol of America's new role on the world stage. The situation stretched into early June, and the number of countries involved kept growing. Now a British warship, the Prince of Wales, had come to Tangier, and Hay had contacted the French foreign minister, Théophile del Casset, to put more pressure on the sultan. France had been increasing its presence in Morocco, so this tactic carried plenty of weight. Soon after, there seemed to be a breakthrough. The Moroccan government had apparently accepted all of Razuli's demands, outside of the ransom, which still needed to be reasonably negotiated, according to Morris. But once Razuli was close to getting what he asked for, he simply came back with more demands. He now wanted additional districts to control. Secretary of State John Hay, clearly frustrated with Rizzoli's games, wrote to Roosevelt, I feel that it would be most inexpedient to surrender to him. We have done what we can for Perticaris. And something else was emerging at this time that may have weakened Hay's already questionable enthusiasm for the whole episode. Evidence was mounting that Perticaris might not actually be a U.S. citizen. We'll be right back. Today, I'm going to give you some straightforward advice on how to deal with naughty kids. How about instead of timeouts, time ins? Time for you to start paying some bills. I'm JB Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward, inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. 
It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super-comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. In June 1904, with Ion Perticaris and his stepson still being held hostage by Rizzoli in Morocco, President Theodore Roosevelt was putting pressure on the Sultan to acquiesce to the ransom demands to bring them back home. But the president was about to learn that the man at the center of a potential international incident might not be a U.S. citizen at all. This information first came to light on June 1st, when Hay received a letter from a cotton broker named A.H. Slocum, who had read about the Moroccan crisis in the news. He claimed he had met Perticaris in Greece as the Civil War raged in America. Ion had apparently told Slocum that he had renounced his U.S. citizenship for Greek citizenship during the war, likely in an effort to avoid being drafted by the Confederacy and have his property confiscated by the government. Within days of the initial claims, Slocum's information was confirmed by Greek officials. According to Morris, Hay sent the news to Roosevelt, who was apparently unaware of the initial whispers about Perticaris' citizenship, or lack thereof. Right away, everyone knew that the information simply couldn't get out. The president had ordered American warships to Tangier, news of the kidnapping was filling newspapers, and even the French and British were involved in exerting pressure on the Sultan to make a deal. TR couldn't just turn his back on the whole affair now. The political embarrassment would be terrible. It was also an election year, and quite frankly, backing down wasn't an option. As this crisis was unfolding, TR was dealing with the start of the Republican National Convention in Chicago. While TR was a no-brainer to secure the nomination, he still had plenty of enemies in his own party. And the last thing he needed was Perticaris' citizenship controversy coming out. As Morris explains in Theodore Rex, Roosevelt chose to rationalize things. Since Rizzoli had believed Perticaris to be a U.S. citizen, he had, in Roosevelt's mind, taken action against an American, whether it was technically true or not. Hay recommended that the United States give Rizzoli and the Sultan one last warning before any real military action needed to be taken. Roosevelt agreed. Despite these new findings, Roosevelt knew this was an issue of both pride and politics at this point. It was up to Hay to write the ultimatum to the Sultan, and it needed to be an aggressive one. The result was seven words that hit the exact right note. We want Perticaris alive or Rizzoli dead. Of course, there was more to the cable than just that one chilling warning. But that single sentence so perfectly captured the mood of the message that no one needed to read any further than that. TR, 
through the words of Hay, was dispatching a concise warning to the Sultan, to Rizuli, and to anyone else who dared bring harm to an American citizen, even if they were only American in spirit. As he prepared to send the wire to Gamir in Tangier, Hay read the draft to Edwin Hood, a news correspondent at the State Department, who loved it so much that he took a copy and sent it over the news wires right as Hay sent it to Morocco. The warning soon made its way into the public, and it didn't take long for Republican National Convention Chairman Joseph Cannon to get a copy. At approximately 3 p.m. on June 22nd, he made his way near the convention stage, where Henry Cabot Lodge had just finished a vague spiel on the party stances on riveting topics like tariffs and the civil service. Cannon took his copy of the cable and gave it to a clerk to read to the crowd. At the words, we want either Perticaris alive or Rizuli dead, the crowd went nuts. Supporters stood on their chairs. The cheers were deafening. One Republican from Kansas exclaimed, our people like courage. We'll stand for anything those two men do. While another described it as good hot stuff. The message showed action. It showed excitement. It showed that the American people had a president that meant business. If it wasn't already set in stone, it was now clear that Roosevelt's nomination was secure. But over in Morocco, the cable was a moot point. The Sultan of Morocco had already agreed to Rizuli's demands, paying a $70,000 ransom for the release of Perticaris and his stepson. On top of that, an extra $4,000 was sent to the U.S. for its expenses. Perticaris later wrote that the memory of that evening is associated with an ineffaceable sense of horror. Still, he wasn't terribly traumatized by the ordeal. In fact, he and Rizuli had struck up a friendship. Perticaris would recall that he was treated more like an honored guest rather than a prisoner. And upon parting, Rizuli told Ion that if anyone tried to harm him in the future, I will come with all of my men to your rescue. Later, the incident would serve as the basis for a movie starring Sean Connery and Candace Bergen called The Wind and the Lion. Brian Keith, who you may know as the dad in The Parent Trap, played TR. As for the truth behind Perticaris' Greek citizenship, it would remain a secret for another 30 years. History Versus is hosted by me, Erin McCarthy. This episode was written by Jay Serafino with fact-checking by Austin Thompson. The executive producers are Aaron McCarthy, Julie Douglas, and Tyler Klang. The supervising producer is Dylan Fagan. The show is edited by Dylan Fagan and Lowell Berlanti. To learn more about this episode and Theodore Roosevelt, check out our website at mentalfloss.com slash historyverses. History Verses is a production of iHeartRadio and Mental Floss. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. 
From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.